You're a nigga though. I like your style, son. Thank you for tuning in to Soul for Thoughts Podcast, a weekly podcast where we discuss topics from music, politics, relationships, to issues that affect our black community. A very entertaining podcast. You won't be disappointed. Welcome, and thank you for tuning in to Soul for Thoughts Podcast. A podcast where the discussion will rock your soul. It's uncensored and no topic is off limits. Subject matters may be provocative and just downright offensive, but shit, at the end of the day, hey, we're just going to tell it like it is. What's poppin'? Brand new show, I'm droppin'. I got options. I'm the goat like pop them, just joshin'. Spittin' this quarantine locked in. My body got rid of them toxins. So for thoughts, top 10. Let's go! Slit Nation, what's happening? I'm back at it again with another episode. This is episode 23, and I'm your lovable host, Slit P. How's my family doing? I hope everyone is still doing good and keeping safe. I see our president is trying to reopen the country back up. He said he know y'all misses the campaign rallies and everything else. <laughs> now look. This is just one of my many observations. I think Trump is pushing to open the country no matter if it's safe or not as a campaign strategy. For someone who makes the economy a large part of their campaign, it's kind of hard to persuade the American people that they're in good hands when the economy is crashing and over half of America is out of work. So, he needs the country to reopen to get things flowing again for attempt to try to save his presidential run. I'm sure the American people are happy to have gotten that 1200 stimulus check, happy to receive a little extra on unemployment each week, happy to get some bills deferred. But at the end of the day, we still have Trump as president. Not only that, he also wants y'all to disinfect yourselves with Lysol. Oh, boy. Just when I thought I heard it all, he pulled this shit out of his hat. So, when we had the defendant chimp, which is Trump in one corner, and we had the challenger, which is Biden, in the other corner, ah, Slate Nation, we are in a pickle. Neither one of these candidates... I believe it's a good choice. Four more years of Trump or four more years of the unknown with Sneaky Joe. My advice is still the same. Do for yourself and take care of yourself. Create yourself some passive income. Create multiple streams of income. Learn a trade. Learn to manage with less. Educate yourself on money and finances. Just learn to be self-reliant. 
these last few months have made it made it very clear that we cannot depend on the government or these jobs. Even though many Americans have lost their jobs, people have lost tons of money. There are still people who are striving during this time. Many millionaires, many billionaires have gained a large amount of money during this pandemic. So, yes, this virus is very serious and deadly, but at the same time, it's a money play as well. People are capitalizing off this. That's why it's important to have some kind of knowledge when it comes to money and finances. Instead of being on the sideline watching them play, let's get educated and start playing the game as well. This is more about classism, more so than it is about racism. It's not about black and white, it's about green, rich and poor. Sooner or later, the middle class will be non-existence. Many people feel it's already that way. I read books on business and finances, but me and Mary have been discussing taking a few economic and accounting classes as well. We want to learn as much as possible when it comes to those subjects. Y'all know by now that I usually don't discuss things on here unless I see it as something important, something that will help us build and move forward, or something that I feel strongly about. As y'all know, this past Tuesday was May 5th, which we all recognize as Cinco de Mayo. I even partook in the festivities. I had my Don Julio, my Modelo's. Family had chicken and shrimp tacos, and we just enjoyed a little quarantine fun. But as usual, we had these people that are too enlightened, too woke, quote unquote, to enjoy life a little. I understand wanting to teach your people about certain things they celebrate and want to educate them on the history on things. Cool. I, for one, used to be the same way. Every time a holiday would roll around, I'd be up and ready on social media, ready to condemn someone for celebrating what I thought they shouldn't. I was like a black woke ninja, slam folks with my posts. <laughs> I realized that wasn't teaching, but more so entertaining the ego. Most people that do that are people that just came across the information themselves. Again, like myself. So ready to let somebody know you learned something, but really it's sort of belittling in a sense. Instead of teaching, you're carrying yourself in a way that's demeaning to others, talking down and ridiculing someone. Aha, I know something you don't. I'm smarter than you, or however the ego got you tripping. Don't get me wrong, it's wonderful to be enlightened, to know things, that was once blind to. I get that. And some people actually want to pass the information to hit the next. But it's the way you do that. It's the more felt the way of doing that besides being negative, talking down, and belittling someone. If your objective is to build, then build. But in a more constructive way. Offer the information, don't preach it. I seen people on social media this past Tuesday doing just that. Talking down and condemning folks for enjoying Cinco de Mayo. We celebrate other people's cultures. We program. We're lost and so on. Y'all see the post. Y'all see it. I know how, how they go, how they carry on. I truly hope 
I wasn't that bad. I really do. I truly hope I wasn't that bad. Thank God for growth. But someone enjoying themselves on a day like Cinco de Mayo doesn't mean they're not enlightened on what's up or that they're programmed or lost. We are so quick to attack our people for celebrating other cultures or things that's not intended for us. But in the same breath, we glorify the culture inside our community that's detrimental to us. Culture like gangs, the dope boy life, women not being glorified unless they shaking ass or showing their body off. Those things are hurting us more than someone celebrating a holiday. I'm tired of black men getting arrested and sentenced to years more than they had lived behind drug offenses. I'm tired of black men getting killed, uh, killing each other behind gang violence. I'm tired of our good black women being shunned in these quote-unquote city girls or being put on pedestals as role models for our young ladies. But we rather attack our own people by something that's trivial rather than come together to change the detrimental culture that's already inside our own community. I seen a video this week of a black man jogging in Georgia and being shot down by a group of white men in the pickup truck. I told myself I wouldn't jump in my feelings after seeing videos like this because usually they're clickbait and it's more to the story than the video suggests. But all that went out the wonder while watching this video. As I watched this video, I got chills in my body. Seeing this man helpless and his body dropping lifeless, it broke my heart. It made me mad. I mean, I don't condone violence against nobody. But if we're going to kill somebody, then let it be the people who hate you and want to see you dead. Why kill your brother? Why not kill the people that's hunting us daily? I hear about a black man being killed by gang violence too often. But I never hear about a black man killing a white supremacist. Enough is enough. And I'm so sick and tired of hearing and seeing black men killing each other. Police killing us and the white supremacist killing us. I might be quoting this Bible verse out of context and so I apologize. But Exodus 21 verses 23 to 25 reads, but if there's a serious injury, you are to take life for life, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, hand for hand, foot for foot, burn for burn, wound for wound, bruise for bruise. And I'm not even religious. I read the Bible to understand. There's some gems in the Bible once you break it down and understand it. And people who are religious sometimes say, oh, you pick and choose with verses y'all want to speak on, whatever. Okay, cool. I'm not saying go out here and kill somebody, but defend yourself and your family by any means necessary. Forbid something like that happens to any one of us. But if we do meet that fate, how do you want your people to get justice? By praying, by marching, by protesting, by hoping the police find your killer and put them in jail. I'm telling y'all now, I want y'all to ride for me. 
boot up, strap up, get active. I don't want none of that marching and protesting. If you're going to do that, then just let me rest in peace. Now, I hate to sound like that, but at this point, it is what it is. What we've been doing is not working, obviously. It's time to try something else. This has been our killer's heel since ancient Ethiopia times. These outsiders would come in and kill us and slave us, and we would fight back once it was too late. Our people was a people of love and religion. We had warriors to defend our tribes and our areas, of course, but we wasn't killers. We weren't trying to take over land or conquer the world like the Romans. But the people that was invading Mother Africa at the time was people of no morals, people who would kill their own if it meant they could get ahead or get what they wanted. That gladiator, survivor of the fittest mentality. That's the advantage they had on us. And it's still showing true to this day. Got a little worked up though, but I'm gonna bring this down a little bit. <laughs>
who is also a feminist standing up for the black man. And if we as black men are not standing up for ourselves, then what makes me believe that we're standing up for our women? Again, I'm generally speaking, I'm not saying all black men are like us. She also went on to say in a book how the black woman is the least protected in America. And I agree. But when I posted us or reposted that on my Facebook, I had a few black men to disagree with that statement. They argued the fact that black men are the least protected. Because in a sense, we're the ones who are supposed to protect the black woman. So if we get killed, then the black woman is left to be vulnerable. They pointed to the police killing saying black men are the ones under attacking this country more so than the black woman. I'm pretty sure we all can agree no matter who is under attack more or who is protected least, we are all under attack and we need to come together as one. And if we can get some understanding today with this episode, then that's one less obstacle in our way. So what is feminism? Feminism is the advocacy of women's rights on the basis of equality of the sexes. What is toxic feminism? Toxic feminism is the belief that women should always be higher up than men, often backed with physical or verbal abuse towards the other gender. I've seen this time and time again on social media. Women who say they are feminists Verbally abusing men, black men to be um, specific, down talking to black men. Then you have her friends who come on there who's offering nothing but more belittlement. These women are using women who been with men that wasn't mature or men who just hurt them. So now all men ain't shit. It comes to a point where I believe. The mindset is not being equal, but their mindset is about being in control. And this assessment is not solely based on that scenario. There are other things as well. It's like it took to act like a lady and think like a man, meaning to a whole nother level. A lot of women see men as having too much control, having double standards. They want to combat that so bad that these women are starting to behave like men. They want to reverse the roles, not become equal. They become controlling and start having their own double standards. That's why I said it's like they're not fighting to be equal, but fighting to be in control. They believe men should respect women, but they disrespect men every chance they get. Bashing men on social media is disrespectful, FYI. I see women bash men constantly on social media. And men do it as well, don't get me wrong, but I see it more so for women. Again, no matter who do it most, we all do it and we need to stop. But women will bash a man all day on social media and friends will be the hype man. But let a man make a post bashing a woman, and oh, it's the end of the world. They say things like, oh, he must be gay, how much he bash women. 
These men act more like women these days. A man venting on social media is a turnoff. I know y'all see these as well. The double standards. They believe men shouldn't hit a woman, and yet they be the first to swing on a man during an argument. Double standards. But the one part of the conversation that we had that really made me address this issue on this episode was the pregnancy point. Tupac said in 1993 on um, his hit song, Keep Your Head Up, time to heal our women, be real to our women. If we don't, we'll have a race of babies that will hate the ladies that make the babies. And since a man can't make one, he has no right to tell a woman when and where to create one. I love Pop. <laughs> Pop, my dude, man. Like, Pop, like my favorite rapper of all time. He said, since a man can't make one. Last time I checked, it takes two to make a baby, a man and a woman. I get it that a man shouldn't have control over what a woman do with her body. It's her body. That goes for anybody. Nobody should tell anybody what to do with their body. But if a woman is going to allow a man inside her body without protection and they make a baby, and I believe the decision on what to do next is both of their decisions. Not just the man and not just the woman. I seen where women feel like a man shouldn't have no say so at all. And I disagree with that. I'm sorry, I disagree with that. A baby changes both of their lives moving forward. So it shouldn't be solely on the woman to make the decision to keep it or not. It's like if he wants the baby. And she doesn't because she want to pursue a career or whatever the case may be. She has every right to have an abortion regardless of how the man feels. Or let's say the man doesn't want to have the baby, but she does. Then again, it's up to her no matter how the man feels. It's like a, a man telling a woman he's not ready for any kids or he don't want any more kids. I'm not financially fit or, or ready to have kids. They lay down, have sex, and she end up getting pregnant. He has already expressed how he feel about having babies, but she still want to have him. The baby gets here and he can't support the baby like he should, then he's labeled a deadbeat and get put on child support in the worst case scenario. Yes, he should have used protection if he didn't want any kids. But her knowing this as well, why she let him inside her without protection? See, both parties have to take accountability and not point fingers at each other. I understand that women has to carry the baby. Okay, that's how the creator created us. Take it up with the creator. I also understand that men has the option to leave or not because He's not the one carrying the baby. And that women are usually the ones stuck raising the baby alone. And that's unfortunate. But at the same time, we have to stop living in lust and in the moments that's creating situations like this. 
And I know every situation where the father leaves isn't based off that, but there are a lot of situations where it is. I just believe that the decision to have a baby or not is a two-person decision. There are plenty of topics that can be labeled under toxic feminism as well as toxic masculinity, which I also talked about here before. So this episode is not me singling out toxic feminism as a problem for us. We all have to have these conversations with an open mind and not take things personal or as an attack. If we're open, honest, and willing to listen to the other side, then I believe we can move forward together and build better relationships. This is only my perspective. So if you disagree or want to come back in the points made, then I want you to hit me up. Let me know. We can have a public discussion or a one-on-one discussion. I want to know what y'all saw for thoughts. It's the beginning of May, and that means it's time for another book of the month. This book for the month of May is Cry Like a Man by Jason Wilson. This book was so powerful and real that my eyes literally watered up while reading it. I may have even shed a few tears because I could relate to what the author was dealing with. This book is based off the author memoirs about his challenges he's faced throughout his life trying to express himself emotionally. He had to deal with his father not being there to support him and show him the love he desperately needed and cried out for. He had to deal with the death of his brother. He even had to overcome personal struggles within his marriage, which also caused him to almost get divorced. Men always say... Uh, men was always taught to be strong, to shrug things off, and not show emotions. So he bought up all those different kinds of trauma and had no idea how to deal with them. He eventually found God and was able to release that built-up pain and hurt. This book was really touching, and I recommend you all to add it to your list as books to read. It's that time again for the album of the week. This week's album comes from Ransom with his album, Director's Cut, Scene 2. As y'all know, I love underground hip-hop. To me, underground hip-hop is where you will find the 90s vibe and just overall good quality of hip-hop. These artists are usually true to their craft and not watering down the art just to get a few sales. Ransom is no different. He is cut from the same cloth as these other elite underground MCs. Lyrically sound, and he usually has good production on his projects. Director's Cut Scene 2 is a follow-up EP. He has six songs, but those six songs are fire. It's short but sweet. He delivers some dope bars, and he touch on recent events that we all are facing. It's a good album, 
and well deserved to be this week's album of the week. Time has kind of wrapped things up. I thank you for allowing me to express my thoughts with y'all. I had a great time and I hope you enjoyed this episode as well. I love y'all. I want y'all to protect yourself, cherish your loved ones, continue to grow and learn. Don't forget to share Sofa Thoughts podcast and tell your family and friends to download and subscribe. Make sure to look left, look right, look under, or wherever you need to make sure you have downloaded this episode. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Sofa Thoughts Podcast. Hit me up. But until next time, keep those thoughts soulful. Love.